Hi, I'm Tim Schweitzer, and today we'll be traveling out to Manitouk, New York to meet with Holly Browder, the owner of Browder's Birds. We'll be sampling and slaughtering some delicious, fresh, organic poultry on this episode of Local Long Island. On the menu, chicken. Let me take you on a journey as we search the native region for the freshest and cleanest ingredients possible. No need to be eating chemical-laden foods filled with growth hormones and nitrates. We are going off the grid and into the unknown, right in your own backyard, on this episode of Local Long Island. As we head out to Eastern Long Island, I can barely suppress my urge for some local fowl. I lay awake last night in bed with thoughts of long legs, thick thighs, and large plump breasts. I'm sure I will not be disappointed. We're out here in Manitouk, New York to meet with Holly Browder, one of the owners of Browder's Birds. Let's head inside and pick up some chicks. Holly, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Tim. So what is this contraption we have the chickens in? So these are broiler chickens at our farm. These chickens are raised on pasture for meat. Um, we keep them in a 10 by 10 pen. It's called a chicken tractor. The chickens are always on the grass, and these pens are moved twice a day, so they're always on fresh pasture. And we actually open up these little doors on the side so they can come out and actually free range even further. We do use electric fencing that keeps them safe from predators. Um, it is a little hot today, so they're trying to stay in the shade. Um, every morning we come out, we move these pens with these ropes. We just slide them 10 feet. And every afternoon we do the same thing. And these chickens grow out, eventually become chicken for people to eat on their plate. And they look a little different than the normal Leghorns, Rhode Island Reds that I'm used to seeing. What, what breed are these? Well, Leghorns and Rhode Island Reds are actually laying hens. And meat chickens are a different breed, and they produce meat. So we do two breeds here. We do a Cornish cross, which is a white feathered chicken. And then this is our red feathered chicken. We call it a red broiler. It's also known as a poulet rouge. It is a dark meat chicken. It grows a lot slower. It takes about 90 days to grow out, as opposed to a Cornish cross, which grows out in eight weeks, seven to eight weeks. So they're a little more expensive? They do. They chicken. cost more because they do take longer to grow. Uh, you end up getting a more developed flavor, maybe a richer flavor. You get a lot more dark meat on these birds. Uh, for people that are foodies, they seem to love these chickens. I think it's probably what a chicken was supposed to taste like. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, the name Poulet Rouge sounds fancy and expensive, so yeah. uh, <laughs> it all works out. So you guys are certified organic, correct? Yes, we are. So <laughs> our chickens only eat certified organic feed because they are supplemented with feed. That means the corn is organic, the soy is organic in their feed. The pasture is planted in organic seed mix. We've got a really beautiful blend of pasture mix. It's alfalfa, two kinds of clover, timothy grass, and rye, all things that chickens love to eat. Um, they also can come out here and forage for bugs and find all sorts of other good worms and other things that also supplement their diet. So this is not just normal grass out here. You actually planted this for the chickens. Yes, we did. And we planted it in a organic pasture mix. Um, all, another part of organics is uh, no antibiotics, so our chickens never get medicines or medications. Uh, it ends up being a very healthy chicken and very healthy for you to eat. So these chickens from birth to your plate will eat nothing but 
100% organic. Yes, that's correct. So our chickens eat uh, certified organic chicken feed. Chickens do get corn and soy in their feed, but it's all certified organic, which means no genetically modified GMO crops. Uh, they're raised on certified organic pasture, which means all this beautiful grass that you see was planted by us with an organic seed mix. It's Timothy grass, two kinds of clover, rye and alfalfa. And if we ever give them treats, they get certified organic vegetables and fruit from our neighbor farms. Wow, so um, they certainly eat a little healthier than me with the 100% organic who's just noshing down on some deli meats yeah. <laughs> before the shoot. So how do you process these? Do you have to send them out? Oh, so we do everything on our farm. We have the first mobile slaughterhouse on Long Island. It's licensed by New York State. We do all our slaughtering on farm. Our chickens are actually slaughtered organically. They're caught in the mornings. We usually do processing on Wednesdays, about 120 chickens a week. Uh, we do it ourselves, and then they're available for sale every weekend, either fresh or frozen. Oh, excellent. So these guys never leave your site. From yep. little chicks to the plate, yep. you're in control, 100% organic, and you can't really get much better than that. Nope. It's definitely a good chicken. It's a very healthy chicken, and it's a very humanely raised chicken, and actually a very tasty chicken. It, they sound delicious. Where do you, do you keep the babies outside, or where do you raise them? So we have a brooder that we raise all the baby chicks in. Um, I can show you it. Awesome. Yeah, let's check them out. Let's go. We finally made it to the brooder. I'm happy because I'm getting roasted. So what do we have here? Who are these little guys? So these are our baby broiler chickens. These are all meat chickens. You're holding a Cornish cross, and I'm holding a poulet rouge or a red broiler. Uh, right. The baby chicks actually stay in the brooder till they're about three weeks old, and then they go out on pasture. Both the types are in for the same amount of time? Yep, they are. They need to just have enough feathers so that they can be warm enough at night out on pasture. Baby chicks actually like to be very warm, and we like to keep the greenhouse between 90 and 100 degrees to keep oh, them wow. heated properly. It's actually a lot nicer in here than it is outside the greenhouse. Yeah, well, right they do now. have shade in here, so they're not in yeah. direct sunlight. Do you have chickens that hatch them out of an egg, or are you... Oh, so no, all our meat chickens, all our broiler chicks come from a hatchery. They're shipped overnight, and we get them at about two days old, and then they just stay in here until they're ready to go out, and then they spend the rest of their lives on grass until we process them. So maybe a short life, but a good life. It's definitely These organic life. birds. Holly, thank you so much for showing me around your gorgeous organic farm. I look forward to going back to the kitchen and cooking some of this local poultry. Great, well, it's so great to have you here. And back to the kitchen we went, with chicken on my mind and that which I will dine. You know, I almost felt bad for those little birdies. They were pretty cute, but not cute enough. Someone has to eat them, right? And that someone might as well be me. We're back from Attatuck. We have our chicken in the fridge, but first we're gonna start on a mushroom sauce to go on top of our chicken. First up, we have our yellow squash. We're just gonna cut it into coins. And don't make them too thick because you want them to crisp up nicely before we go in. All right, we don't wanna to use too much, so we're gonna go with half that squash. All right, we're on to our green. Nice contrast of colors. that over and the green and the yellow look wonderful together really make a pleasing dish to the eye 
just keep on going. Just into little coins. And that should be more than enough. Our pan on our heat now. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna melt two tablespoons of butter in our pan. And onto the garlic. Put our garlic down and just separate four cloves. And just give them a little smash. Boom. All right, that butter seems to be melting down. Just give that a minute and take the peel off your garlic. Now when you're doing a sauce and we're kind of frying in this butter, that garlic's gonna soften up nice, so there's no reason to slice it thin. Just give it a smash and toss it in. All right, we're good there. So our butter's almost melted in and it's perfectly fine to add in your squash at this time. Get our squash in there. We're gonna hit it with a little cracked sea salt. Bring those flavors out nicely. And always, the fresh cracked black pepper. And get that all going there. All right, we got our zucchini going, and I'm just gonna talk about this mushroom here for a second. It's called chicken of the woods because it looks and has relatively the same texture as chicken. So it's a beautiful option for any vegetarian looking to get that meat taste, that meat feel, and it's very, very lemony. So we're gonna take this out, show it to you. Take this off the heat for a second. So as you can see, it's about the same thickness and almost color as raw chicken breast. Dump that out for you to see. And I actually found this at the base of a tree at my grandfather's house, the base of an oak tree. And you can just slice it up, clean it, and freeze it in a vacuum bag. But now, toss our garlic in and let that go for a bit. Yeah, we can put that mushroom in as well. Now, when you're doing a mushroom sauce like this, the chicken mushroom is a polypore. What a polypore is, it has pours instead of gills, and it will actually soak up all this butter. It will soak up all the flavor. So that's why we have our cream and our wine when we get a little dry. All right, always little fresh rosemary. Just peel that right off the stem. Pick those leaves off. And we're just gonna give them a rough chop. But in with the rosemary. Give it a cover. You don't want this to dry out too much. And we are on to our leeks. Now, when you have your leeks, you want to soak them for about 30 minutes to loosen up any dirt that may be stuck inside these leaves. And to prepare the leek, we don't want the root. 
gonna chop that off. And you also don't want any of this green, tough leaves. Hold on. This is a job for this guy. Perfect. Now this is from Barry Onyx Knife Company. These nice big cleavers imported from Italy. And they will easily handle any vegetable that will ever come your way in the kitchen. Now, back to the Wusthof. Right, one leak down, and if the outside of the leak looks a little dirty, a little funky, a little nasty, toss it on the floor. Remember, I'm cooking, you're cleaning. Go through the second leak. And that's plenty. All right, let's check our mushroom. Boy, does that smell delicious. You can actually smell the lemony flavor coming off that chicken mushroom. In with our leeks, just sprinkle them right on top. Hit them with a little salt, pull out that moisture. And little more pepper. You can tell if you have too much or too little pepper when you're going along. Remember, you can always add more pepper. You can never take it out. All right, and just let that leak incorporate for just a second, and we are gonna go ahead and deglaze with this Baiting Hollow Farm and Vineyard White Satin. It's a 2013 excellent year. So this is a horse rescue wine. And what that means is that all the proceeds of any of their horse rescue wines will go towards their horse rehabilitation center, and that's good for everyone. It's good for you, because you get to drink these delicious wines, and it's good for the horses. In with the wine. Let's go with about a cup of that. You can hear that sizzle. You can smell the wine permeating those mushrooms. Get in there, we can go up a little bit on the heat. Get that working. Go with a little bit more pepper. You know I cannot get enough of fresh crushed black pepper. Just wanna get that deglaze going on the pan. Get all those tasty little crispy bits off the bottom. Bring it up to a little bit of a boil. You wanna cook off that alcohol. You don't want that harsh flavor of the wine with the mellowed out flavor of those mushrooms. Lastly, one and a half cups of heavy cream. Just pour that right in. Mm. Got this cream going, and I love a good thick cream. So I'm gonna get this area cleaned up, and I'm gonna come right back with a delectable fried chicken recipe that you are not gonna wanna miss. Our sauce has reduced down nicely. Just give that a little bit of a stir and we are ready to get moving on our fried chicken. Now, once your sauce has reduced to where you want it, you just put the lid on, keep it very, very low, just enough to keep it warm. Oops, and we're on to our chicken. Beautiful organic birds from Browder's Birds. Slap it down there, get down. And we're gonna pound the breast. Little bit of plastic wrap. Put that right on top of your chicken. 
Now we're gonna show this breast to his boss. Now when you're pounding breast out, you want to move the mallet. You're almost pushing the chicken. You're not beating it down like a barbarian. You're just gently, you're coming down, you're pushing out, coming down, pushing out, just to spread that chicken out and tenderize it. So you're gonna keep on going until you get that chicken a little over a quarter of an inch thick, and that's gonna be perfect to fry up. Just flip it around. Now the chickens we have today were actually domesticated from African jungle fowl over hundreds and hundreds of years. Now, we have our breast just how we want it. You don't want to be too rough, too harsh with the breast, because it's a very tender, supple piece of meat. So it's all smashed out. Now, two eggs. or one egg will be just fine because we're only doing one piece of chicken. A little bit of milk. This milk is from Goodale Farm. Fresh goat's milk. You can use cow's milk if you like. It's all personal preference. Just whisk that together. Don't have to get too crazy with it. And we're gonna take our chicken and put it right into our milk. Just get it nice and coated. Now, for our dredge, we're gonna go one cup flour, little crushed red pepper, and we're even gonna go with a little bit of parsley, just to add a little flavor. Just make sure you mince the parsley up pretty fine. What we're trying to achieve here is we're not gonna go with that heavy Italian breadcrumb where you would go flour, milk with the egg, and then back into the breadcrumbs. It's too heavy for the delicate cut. So we're gonna go just with the flour. So we want that seasoning in there. Just go in. All right. Toss our parsley in there. Hit it with a little salt. Always fresh cracked pepper. Oh yeah, baby. Let's go. On to our heat. Got a little schmutz in there. Give your pan a wipe. Throw the oil right in there. We're gonna get that heated up. Now, I actually used to raise chickens myself. They're very intelligent animals. They're very clean animals. They're easy to keep. They're easy to feed. They're easy to raise. I would suggest it to anyone, actually, they also have their own hierarchy in the coop. So that's where the term pecking order comes from. There's the low man on the totem pole, and then there's the alpha chicken. I guess there are females, but still being alpha. And then a rooster that I would not suggest you get if you live in the suburbs. They make way too much noise. The neighbors won't like that. But he does protect your chickens from foxes, squirrels, dogs, etc. He does protect his ladies. He's like a chicken pimp. Neither here nor there. On to our dredge. Just give that a little mix. Get everything corporate in the flour. Oh, like we got a little too rough with our breasts. That happens sometimes. All right, 
You just want that chicken all dredged in the flour, all the coated. And once your oil is shimmering, you know it's hot enough, we're gonna go right down. Perfect. Got our sanitary rag here. Get all that chicken gunk off. And we're gonna let this go for about three minutes on each side. It's nice and thin, it's gonna cook up really quick. And that is a beautiful cut of meat. Now let's check this chicken. We're almost there. You're getting a little brown, a little crispy, but it's not gonna get that deep, dark brown as if you're using the breadcrumbs to fry them up. So this chicken, delicious, lean source of protein. And when you buy the chicken raw in the store, you have one to two days to cook it before it starts going a little rancid. And once it's cooked like this, you have another three to four days. So if you need to do something quick, simple, easy, before that chicken starts getting bad, you can either one, freeze it, or just fry it up. Then you can use this in pasta sauce or just throw it on a roll, a little barbecue sauce, bacon, American cheese, call it a Lone Star and you're good to go. So we are ready to flip. Oh yeah, this chicken smells absolutely delicious. You have that little dusting of the golden brown on top with those fried specks of parsley. I'm gonna get this absolute disaster cleaned up over here and we're gonna come back Plate this meal and pair it with a delicious wine from Baiting Hollow Farm and Vineyard. Well, our Fried chicken and mushroom cream sauce is plated up, and boy, does that look good. Perfectly paired with the 2013 Baiting Hollow Farm and Vineyard white satin. It's a little peachy, it's a little citrusy. The white satin, 2013 from Baiting Hollow Farm and Vineyard. And we did use that wine in our cream sauce with our mushrooms, so that would make it the perfect pairing for this dish, it's a light wine, it's a light meal. Let's dig in. Now when I serve this dish to guests, I do not even serve it with a knife because this chicken, after pounding it and frying it, makes it so tender, no knife needed. Let's cut right in. And you're just cutting right through. Super tender. Paired with the wine. Yep, you can taste the citrusy notes in the sauce. Paired with the wine, that's what you're looking for. Now onto the wild chicken mushroom. And they cooked up nice and soft, nice and delicate. The texture of those chicken mushrooms are unlike anything you've ever tasted naturally lemony. They're soft, they are a polypore, so you don't have those gills. It's a porous mushroom and it holds all that cream sauce. It's jam-packed with flavor. To the wine once more. As expected, that wine pairs perfectly with the mushroom, and this dish as a whole is guaranteed to impress. 
at any occasion. So if you want the recipe, visit my website, localcookingshow.com, or follow me on Twitter, at local underscore cooking. So there you have it, a delicious dish grown locally and harvested right in your own backyard. I'm Tim Schweitzer, and remember, eat fresh, eat local. Eat local.